There are many mountains or problems in our life, and God's Word has a promise to help us move each one of them. Today we will learn how not only to throw our mountains into the sea, but also how to deal with what's underneath. Join us on our adventure in walking out God's plan for our lives. Well, hello everybody. This is Marcus. And Trisha. And we are, of course... The Messengers! Who else would we be? Uh, just us? Just I guess we're just us then. That's right. You and, just got us today. <laughs> as us, we are the Messengers. That's true. Yeah. So we've got a message for you. <laughs> Do you know that message? To, tell them what that message today is, The Trish. message today? Yes. The message today is a question. What is under your mountain? <laughs> that was my question mark. Oh, okay. Okay. That was a weird question mark. Doesn't make any sense, but that was my question mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like I mentioned, today we're going to talk about what's under your mountain. This was a topic that was kind of brought up. There was a verse brought up in Zechariah that got me thinking, and so I prayed about it, and this is kind of what we came up with. So there are many mountains or problems in our life, and God's Word has a promise to help us move each one of them. We find in Matthew and Mark different places where Jesus describes having enough faith to move mountains. One example Jesus used was when he cursed a fig tree and it died. Right, so let's look at Matthew 21, 21, and this one's out of the NIV. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. And over in Mark, which is 11, 22-24, and this one's out of the Amplified because it really kind of amplifies the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it says this, Jesus replied, Have faith in God constantly. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart in God's unlimited power, but believes that what he says is going to take place, it will be done for him in accordance with God's will. Yeah. For this reason, I am telling you, whatever things you ask for in prayer in accordance with God's will, believe with confident trust that you have received them and they will be given to you. That's awesome. That's really good. <laughs> I like that. All right, so Jesus tried to build up his disciples' faith and show them the power they would have after he died, but they couldn't understand him. They didn't know what he was, you know, really talking about. They just right. couldn't understand. And that happened a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but they were men, you know. Right. This stuff didn't make sense to them. It was all brand new. It was. So, I have a question for you, Marcus. Are we sometimes like the disciples? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Do we really believe that we can move the mountains in our lives? Uh, a lot of the times, you know, we, we do, but there's sometimes, even for myself, that, you know, I question whether or not it can be done. Yeah. And I shouldn't be. Right. But you know what? That's the human side of me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not that I don't trust God. Right. It's that sometimes those mountains in my carnal mind 
are so big, yeah, I can't see that mountain being lifted up and thrown into the sea. That's right. But it takes faith and trust. Absolutely. And every mountain is different. Right. So that makes a difference. So today when we talk about mountains, we equate that with our problems. When we look at our problems, they seem like mountains to us, like you just said. Right. So, but with God, we have the power to say to those problems, go throw yourself into the sea. Right. And you know, that's a great thing. Yeah. (laughs) When you can do that. Yeah. So when we understand who we are in Christ and that we have the authority to move those mountains or problems that are blocking our paths, what happens? When we have that authority and we realize it, what happens to those mountains? Gone. (laughs) Bye-bye. So we use our authority and move that mountain. But what is left behind? What is under your mountain? That's right. So Zechariah shows us that we can deal with our mountains and have a smooth path underneath. And this is out of Zechariah 4, verses 6 through 8, out of the NIV. Now, I'm going to say uh, this name, and if I say Zerubbabel wrong, <laughs> just remember it's Zerubbabel. I may say it wrong, but we'll see. So he said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. What are you, mighty mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you will become level ground. Then he will bring out the capstone to shout of, God bless it. God bless it. That's awesome. (laughs) So I love this verse for different reasons. But first, it shows us that we cannot do this on our own. It's not by our might or our power, but by the Holy Spirit alone. That is where we get our power. Right. And then when we realize and recognize where our power comes from, we can say to our mountain, Who are you? What power do you have over me? I am a child of the Most High God, creator of the universe. Who are you? Nothing. Nothing, <laughs> little mountain. <laughs> so this is the authority we need to take over ourselves and our problems claim our healing, deliverance, etc., and stand on the word. And we've talked about this in probably every show, but your words are so important. Yes, they when are. You claim that healing, you claim that, say it out loud. Yes. Claim it with your words. So after we realize what true power and authority we have, we can speak over our mountain and trust that what we say will be done. As we just saw in Mark, we have to believe and do not doubt in our heart, and it will be done. Isn't that awesome? It's one of those promises that, that God gave us. It will be done. Yes, it will. We think in, that it's important to realize in the Amplified, this is a major thing, it says, whatever we ask for in God's will. Yes. That is important. We can believe, but unless we are praying what God wants... We do not have the power to move that mountain because it says we cannot do it on our own. Okay, so we have the faith and the authority. Now we must act. We take the next step and speak to our mountain and it's removed. Amen. So we have believed and not doubted. 
or it would not have been done, right? That's right. But what do we find when the mountain is moved? Mm. Do we experience level ground like that of smooth, soft past? Yeah. As was spoken in the Zechariah verse? Or do we see some rocks in our paths? Mm. And that is always a possibility. That is. So if we do see rocks blocking our path, what does it mean? That we didn't believe enough or have enough faith or that we doubted in some way? And maybe that we could not move that whole mountain? Did we not trust enough? That's, those are questions that yeah. you can always ask, that are always asked when these little rocks start popping up. That's right. So it seems that there is no one answer really for these questions. There's, there's always going to be, is, you know, it depends on what's going on in the situation. Mm-hmm. So every situation, like I said, like I said, will be different. Mm-hmm. So every path is different as well. So sometimes we have underlying issues. We have to deal with those one step at a time. That's right. And sometimes it is that we are not trusting in every area. That's right. Is that right? That's right. It's going right. to be different every time. And um, sometimes it may be that you're not trusting enough, but don't just automatically jump to that assumption because that's where a lot of people go. And that's where Satan wants you to go right. is that, oh, you didn't trust enough. You didn't believe. You didn't really have the authority. And that's not true at all. Right. So we so got Trisha. Trisha, what are some examples? What is an example of something like this? All right. So, for example, (laughs) let's say you've amassed a pile of debt and you seem to be sinking. You cry out to God and you really assert your authority. That mountain is moved by one great act. Like somebody gives you enough money to pay for the whole thing. Right. all paid off. One big act. Amen, huh? That would be awesome. So... The mountain is removed, but there may be an underlying problem of how you got into debt in the first place. Yes. Maybe you tend to make bad decisions when it comes to finances. Maybe you try to get rich by using money in unproductive ways. When the underlying issue like this appears, there could be rocks left in your path that you have to deal with. So if you have a rock in your path, such as overspending what your income allows, you need to pray about this and seek advice. You can seek advice from a pastor or a trusted friend, someone who just seems to know more about financial issues than you do at this point. Right, and somebody that can take a step back and really see the whole picture, because a lot of times when we're we're dealing with these things, we're so engrossed in the issue, we can't take a step back and really see a bigger picture. It's like it's like with blinders on. Yeah. Blinders focused. on and there's there's a wall right in front of you and all yeah. you can do is focus on this one issue. Yeah. And when you can take a step back, you can really see a better better picture of what's going on. That's right. And make better decisions. All right. Well, maybe your paycheck just doesn't seem to stretch enough. But one sure way to remove that rock is to tithe. And that is to give a portion of what we have back to God. We see more about this in 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8. And we encourage you, go read that. We're not going to read it in this episode, but we encourage you to go check that out for sure. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8. That's right. Okay, so when you give back to God what belongs to Him, which is our tithe, with a cheerful heart, He honors that. And that is important, with a cheerful heart. A cheerful heart. If you give out of... Um, necessity or people just saying you have to give or feeling we 
reluctant or... Or feeling like you, you want more back, so you're going to give to God and you're expecting it. Yeah. It's mine. I'm, I'm, I'm giving to God and I'm expecting a huge return. That's right. That's so not a good thing. No, and there are unfortunately people out there who do that. And I don't know where that voice came from. But <laughs> Scrooge. <laughs> I expect it all. <laughs> So, yes, you have to have a cheerful heart. But he knows your needs, and he is more than willing to bless you over and above what you can imagine. That's right. And he does that so much with us. He does. Once you understand about the tithe, man, and that's that's a different story, but but once we really kind of got latched on to exactly what it meant, Oh, it was, it just completely changed everything. It changed our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when you come to these rocks, you need to throw them into the sea, too, by trusting God and giving Him your cares. For example, when you do start to tithe, showing your true trust in God, then you have picked up that rock and thrown it into the sea where your mountain ended up. It's just like, just throw that into the sea. You, you see the big splash. Yeah. Or if it's a little rock, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I can do I could count on you for a, for a sound effect. There we go. <laughs> All right, so maybe the problem isn't with finances. Maybe the problem is with a healing. Maybe you have a physical problem that you haven't completely taken your authority over, and it is still lingering. Yes. I know that that's happened with us several times. Oh, yeah. So you've tried to move that mountain on your own, and it didn't work. So you gave up, and you're trying to live with your, your problem. So you have, you've been healed by the stripes of Jesus, as we see in Isaiah 53, 5, and 1 Peter 2, 24. So let's look at that. Isaiah 53, 5, out of the NIV, says, But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. And if we look over at 1 Peter 2.24, which this is out of the NIV as well, it says this, He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Yes. Amen. And just to clarify, if you don't realize this, we're talking about Jesus. Right. When Jesus died right before he was taken to the cross to be crucified, they beat him and gave him slashes with the whips and just completely tore his body up so much that they said he was unrecognizable. As a, as you couldn't even recognize if he was a male, male or a female. And, yeah. Or. But he took every single one of those punches and lashes for our healing. Amen. Amen. So there are many teachings on healings, and um, we recommend you look some up that are based on the Bible. Right. A good one, some good ones that we've found are by Andrew Womack. Yes. And you can visit his website. AWMI.net. Very and good. <laughs> there's, some, there's some great teachings on there. There's also books you can get on there. Mm-hmm. Greg Moore, who's also on his staff uh, that we know pretty well, very well, mm-hmm. uh, he's got a book called Your Healing Door. That's right. There are Barry Bennett. I mean, there's so many different people out yeah. there that, that are with Karis Bible College through Andrew Womack Ministries that, man, it, they're, they're well-known, 
they are very they're scriptural and they're very important to if you can go through that healing class of Barry Bennett's man we did that oh my goodness it was phenomenal it was amazing. we saw so many people come to understand their authority and we have mm-hmm. so many great testimonies that came out of that class from different people yes so it changed a lot it did it was and it, awesome and it was all based on the bible that's right it needs to be based on the bible so you can pray and ask God for the answers you seek to these healing problems. All right, so back to your healing. We're getting back to that. So you've not taken authority and asserted your God-given ability to throw the mountain into the sea. But let's say one day you do use that authority and the mountain is picked up and thrown into the sea of the abyss. <laughs> That was horrible. I'm sorry. That was not that. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can hear what you're saying, but that's about it. So, now, what is your path like? Is it smooth or do you still have rocks? Again, this is different in all cases, but you may still have some rocks to deal with, such as daily reminding your body that it is healed. That's right. Amen. That's right. So, we're just going to give another example here. Okay. Okay, I had a tear in my tendon in my shoulder. One night, after months of praying and seeking God, I asserted my authority and threw that mountain far away from me. I was in my living room. I did right. this in my living room. I'm not doing another uh, sound effect. Okay, so. all right. I learned my lesson. <laughs> so, I was healed, and I had full range of motion, something I did not have before. That mountain was moved. But a few days later, I realized that my body needed to catch up with my faith. That's a great statement. Mm -hmm. I still had rocks that needed overcoming. I had to throw those rocks of doubt and pain away, just like I did with that big pain in the first place. I knew I was healed, but I had to stand on that healing and throw those rocks away by using my authority. I knew I was healed, but I still had rocks. So maybe you've been praying for healing for a long time, but you haven't been able to move that mountain. I just want to say that God works in many different ways, and you have to keep your faith and truly trust that God knows your heart, and He will answer when you pray. So maybe you don't have the faith needed to trust God and move that mountain. Whatever the case, it is not that God wants you sick. He wants to see you walking in perfect health. I want yes. you to understand that. God <laughs> wants you to see you walking that way. And I thought, that's why I wanted to stress it. He, like we said, he died. Jesus died on the cross for us so that we don't have to feel this pain of the world. All right, so how do we throw away those rocks in our paths? Good question, Marcus. Bing. No, my question mark. Here we go. Right. So it's the same way we throw the mountain. Believe in the authority you have and trust God. You must trust Him with everything in your entire being. You just kind of get it inside of you. Something clicks, and you know you've tossed that rock, and it will never bother you again. We do want to say that if you encounter a similar rock, That does not mean that you did not move that first rock. That rock, your first rock, is gone. 
Praise God. Right. Praise God. You know, the devil may make you think that that rock wasn't really moved, that you didn't have the authority, that it didn't go anywhere. But that's not true. That rock was gone. So, Marcus, what are some examples of a perfect, smooth path when you have moved that mountain? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> but I'm not doing the bing sound this time. No okay, good. No bing. All right, so for example, there's a miracle that takes place in your life. Your path might be smooth because you have seen that truth and you can walk out that path. You know something amazing has taken place and you don't have to deal with that problem anymore. That's right. That's, that's, that's one example. So another example is when you are delivered of an addiction mm-hmm. and you no longer have a craving for what held you in bondage. We have a great testimony on our church's website of a woman that was delivered of cigarette smoking. That's right. That's awesome. And our the church's website is? TFHpeople.com. That's right. <laughs> so if you were suddenly healed of an addiction, your path may be straight if you truly believe and don't doubt. That's right. When you receive the experience of throwing your mountain out of your way, you need to trust and do not doubt what has taken place. After relieving yourself of that problem, you can have smooth paths to walk out your life. Trust and believe and keep walking in your faith. Keep putting the word of God in your heart. That's a big thing. That is a keep big thing, going. yes. You know, you have the authority to move rocks, but you also have the peace to walk in smooth paths. Yes, you do. So let's look also out of the NIV at Luke 3, verses 5. Every valley shall become filled in, every mountain and hill made low. The crooked roads shall become straight, the rough ways smooth. Hmm, I like that. (laughs) I like that. So, we have a question for you. What mountains have you moved and how is your path? God promises that you can have a smooth path, but that is up to you and your faith. There will always be mountains to move and rocks to throw. But with God's word, we have the ability to remove them. What is under your mountain? Great question. And we'd love to hear your answer. Right. So you can go to our website at themessengersradio.com and uh, click on contact. That's right. (laughs) Click on the contact button and fill out that little form and send it to, and it'll go to both Trish and myself or. Our individual emails are on there as well if you want to individually email us. You can also go to our Facebook page um, on Messengers Radio. <laughs> See, now I'm having to think. That's right. I'm usually the <laughs> and one. Leave us, leave us a comment on there, uh, even if it's under the, the post for this uh, about what's under your mountain. That's right. Let us There'll know. There'll be a picture up there. And, and guess what? It's a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty mountain. Though. That's right. That's right. It's going to be awesome. So, uh, I've got a question for some of you listeners out there that may have never made a decision for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you have never done this before, I want you to understand that choosing to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior is the most important decision that you will ever make in your entire life. Ever. Ever. (laughs) So, let's look at what God's Word promises. We're going to look at Romans 10, verses 9 and 10. That if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and will believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, 
you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And if we skip a couple lines down, we're going to look at Romans 10, verses 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Are you a right. whosoever? So we're talking okay. to everybody out there really is a whosoever. Everyone. Everyone. I'm a whosoever. So okay. by his grace, God has already done everything to provide salvation. Your part is to just simply believe and receive. That seems easy enough. Absolutely. So if you're ready, to, if you have never confessed the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior and believed in your heart that God raised him from the dead, I, I want to encourage you, if you want to change your eternal destination after this this life is done and make it to heaven, <laughs> I, I just encourage you to pray this out loud. Pray it after me. Say this, Jesus, I confess you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. In the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of his word will come to pass in your spirit. So now that you're born again, that means there is a brand new you. Oh, right. Amen. That's exciting. So if you have just prayed that, we want to encourage you to get in the word. If you don't have a Bible, let us know. Go to our website. And there's, but you can get the Bible online. You can get it on yeah, your phone. Free. Uh, give. What's a good example of an online website that you use? I like to use BibleGateway.com. Amen. That's a great one. And if you want one for your phone, there is a, a free one out there that you can get different versions in. It is called Uversion, and that is, like I said, that is free as well. You can get Bible Gateway on your phone too. Okay. Well, but good. yeah, there's different. There's many different things out there, and many of them, like he said, with Uversion and Bible Gateway, you can get the different versions of the Bible, like the NIV, the 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 Amplified that we like so much, uh, TNIV. There, there's just there's, there's every tons version of you can think of, and um, and it's neat to find a scripture and read through them in every version. <laughs> right, because you'll get something out of e each scripture possibly out, uh, out of each different versions. Yeah. So, but we want to encourage you, don't stay stagnant in what you've just you've just confessed with your mouth because if you do, I can almost guarantee you the devil will come back and try to make you think that the decision you just made was not real. That's right. And that's what he wants. He wants you to not believe you have salvation any, at this point. Mm -hmm. So we just encourage you, just get in the word. And uh, if you need other things, go to our website. Let us know. Yeah. We want to get anything we can to you to help you grow. That's right. Amen. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we are excited about the next one. Yes. We already got it ready, and we'll see when it's going to come up. <laughs> it's about trust. Trust. So be looking for that. We love we, you guys. We love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Messengers Radio Program. Don't forget to visit our website at themessengersradio.com. Listen to us on TFH Radio at tfhpeople.com. And check us out on Facebook at Messengers Radio.